Middleburg, we've got you covered on 98.3 FM. Feel good music. 18 minutes to 5 o'clock on Radio 2000. So this is very interesting. The Gauteng High Court has ruled that a cheating wife will forfeit half of her husband's pension uh, because she left him and the children for other men. So the couple is married in community of property. However, the husband said that his wife is a cheater and shouldn't be entitled to a pension, to a cent of his pension. He made reference to many instances of cheating, including a time where she left the home for months and came back with a baby. Oh my gosh, this We now speak to Tapua Diamond, who is a legal expert. Tapua, this is, uh, yeah, it seems cheating doesn't pay, hey? Nancy, hello, how are you? Lelo and Glenn and everyone else, the listeners, how are you doing? Oh, We're great, thank you. Fantastic. Always a pleasure having you on the show. So does this mean, uh, or does cheating constitute grounds for assets being forfeited? Maybe let's start there. As, thank you very much. As a general rule, mm-hmm. uh, there's no fault in the divorce system that is applicable in South Africa. You know, you can get divorced for any reason. And cheating alone on its own, it does not suffice for the other party to forfeit uh, the, the patrimonial benefits in the matrimonial regime. Unless maybe it was you, you guys had, had had discussed this and signed a contract before getting married. Yes, you know, whether you're married in community of property or out of community of property, you then could have an accrual, uh, yes. could have a, a pre-nap, you know, an, or anti-nap. You can always discuss how you'd want some of these assets, you know, assets and liabilities to be dissolved at the time of separation. All right. But, but in, mm. in this instance, right, in this instance, yeah. we are looking at Section 9, Subsection 1 on the Divorce Act. Right, and and for the benefit of the listeners or the length and breadth of, of the world, what it and entails is that it says when a decree of divorce is granted, right, mm. on grounds uh, of irretrievable breakdown of the marriage, the court may make an order that the patrimonial benefits of the marriage be forfeited by the other party in favor of the other. It can be in part or wholly. This is mostly when, when, when the court has to look at the circumstances which uh, gave rise to the breakdown uh, of the marriage, especially if there is substantial misconduct on the other party. Yeah. Then the other party has got the responsibility to prove before the presiding officer that indeed there, are substan- there is substantial misconduct. Uh, so they then can do an application for a forfeiture of benefits. So in there must have been. We have here, it was granted by the by the court. Yeah. So there must have been a lot of evidence then for the court to come to this decision. Definitely, definitely. Because what the court says is that look, cheating alone is is, is not enough. But yeah. it says the conduct of the other party is so obvious and so gross that it would be a travest of justice to let the guilty party get away with the spoils of the marriage, yeah. you know. And, and the courts are very reluctant, trust me, you, for, for when we go to court, trying to push for a forfeiture of, of uh, uh, patrimonial benefits, it is not easy. Mm. It has to be in exceptional circumstances. There is no one-size-fits-all pattern uh, that the courts give these. In most of the cases which have been heard by the courts, courts are very reluctant. You know, they always say, look, cheating or malicious desertion of the other party of the marriage is only a reflection of both parties failing to sustain the marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. But in this case, <laughs> the presiding officer, you know, Judge Makoba said, look, there was enough evidence, there was enough material for him to decide that the wife should forfeit all, all the benefits uh, that she, she could have gotten by virtue of them having 
being married in the uh, in community, community property. property. Are you surprised yeah. by this decision? Do you think it's fair? Uh, well, in life or in the legal terms, nothing is fair. We have mm. to look at, at, at the circumstances. When we look at the circumstances that we have here, what were the arguments which were pushed by the by the, the defendant? By the way, the wife was the applicant in this matter, right? But the plaintiff in this matter, she's mm. the one who went to apply for divorce. You know, mm. what she, they got married in 2009, right? Yes. Immediately after they got married, she enrolled at a nursing school. Yeah. She did not let the husband know where the nursing school was, yeah. right? She didn't take care of the husband and the kids. And the husband went to the family and complained. Mm. They had a roundtable meeting. She said she would sort things out. She did not. She was always faced by other men at the house. Mm. She went to the nursing school, right? And she came back with a baby, right? <laughs> and when you asked, she said, oh, no, Lord. look, it was none of his business. She was, I think, in that case, was about back home about three times a year. You know, so she did not, he, he refused the conjugal rights. Obviously, he said, look, there's been so many men that she's been involved with. So I, I, I'm, I'm at a risk. So I'm going to withhold. That was the husband saying that, you know. So she also had abandoned him in accordance to the presiding officer. He, she abandoned him for greener pastures and, and the infidelity. And the conduct of the wife was so, it, it, it amounted and sufficed to substantial misconduct in according to Section 9 of the Divorce Act. So that's why the judge was swayed. That's why the judge was persuaded to say, look, we have exceptional circumstances in this matter where he's going to grant a forfeiture of all the possible benefits that she could have uh, gotten from, from, from being married in community of property. I see that uh, once she returned home on only three occasions during an entire mm. year. Mm. That is horrible. No, it is. It is a lot. You know, it is a lot. And, and to, to people out there, you know, to, to the listeners, you know, mm. what in essence it says is that the court always looks at a case based on its merits. Yeah. When it comes to issues of adultery and desertion, the courts are always said that, look, often more, these are just symptoms of a marriage that has been disintegrating for a long period of time, and they normally blame both parties. You know? But what is critical and important in this is that we as Africans, allow me to say us generalized statement as Africans, mm. we have some taboos that we, we don't want to engage in. As an example, when we speak of the issues of the will, we don't want to speak about what happens at the time of our death. Just having a will on its own, it will create less problems. Yes. When you are married in a community of property or whichever matrimonial property regime system that parties would have chosen, having a prenup, you know, an antinuptial contract can assist in instances where parties have to deal with their assets and liabilities. Yeah. These are the times when having those documents in order come into play, where you say, look, what if in the case of as parting ways, how should we do? It will assist the parties in the dissolution of liabilities and assets, and it will make less, less, uh, it will be less heavy for everyone else involved. Okay, so does this mean that every cheater then, Tapio, should be shaking in their boots? Uh, <laughs> does it mean that every cheater is not entitled to anything from a divorce? <laughs> not necessarily, not necessarily. Uh, so the court looks at a case based on its uh, circumstances. Yeah. And the position of the court, like what I uh, elucidated earlier on, is that adultery and desertion, often more than, is just a symptom of the marriage that has been disintegrating for a long period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So if, you, if, a, if a party decides to cheat, we don't, we're not saying people should go out there and cheat. If you are married, ketile, ketile, stay with your partner, <laughs> don't cheat. If you cheat, 
and there are substantial circumstances, as as, as we have seen in this case before yeah, us. The yeah. court can make you forfeit all the patrimonial benefits that you might have uh, received by virtue of you being married uh, by any property system that you might have used. Okay. So could the wife maybe appeal this case and win? So she has a constitutional right to go and appeal. She can do it immediately, but obviously she will have to consult with, with her counsel. If she gets the correct and good advice, depending also on the size of her pocket. Look, she had left the husband for greener pastures. I can assume wherever she was going, those people are loaded. And they could have cash to throw into, in, into, in, into, into an abyss, into the dark wall. Look, mm-hmm. she can go and appeal. It is a constitutional right. But trust me, you, most likely uh, the Supreme Court of Appeal will likely go with the decision of the High Court. There are chances that she would lose the appeal based on the information and all the evidence that is there before the court. She deserted the husband and the kids. She was never there physically and emotionally to take care and to be there to support the growth of the estate. So her claiming any benefits from this would be, in my own words, a travest of justice. It would lead her to, to being unduly enriched. By, by the works, the, the hard works of the husband. So I think that punitive uh, uh, part of, of, of the judgment, I agree with it. And I think if the wife takes it on appeal, she's definitely going to lose it. Uh, she really treated this man very poorly. And to want <laughs> half of his money after such poor treatment, she's so unfair. <laughs> Ah, she's mm. so unfair. I'm, I'm seeing how when she came home with a baby. Exactly. She, she when know, asked whose baby is this, she says it's none, none of, of your business. business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was, a, she was, she's a horrible person. I'm sorry, she was just horrible. Tabiwa, thank you so much for your time and expertise. Uh, have yourself a beautiful Monday. Thank you for having me, Asande Sana. Good luck, Tumpondo Bizana. They won't throw penalties. Oh, <laughs> they did win, right? Did you see that they won? Penalties, penalties, penalties. They did. They won. That's Kaiser Chiefs. Oh, not I my Chiefs. I know we've been paying for the referees to give them penalties. I wow. know. Oh, my gosh. You know, I wow. thought you were talking about another team, Yazi Tapiwa. I was getting so excited. Thanks, Tapiwa. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Thank you for having me. Keep pro. Bye bye. Thank you. I was so sure you were saying Bizana Pondo Chiefs. No, 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 no. I no, was no, so no. sure. No, never. They <laughs> Did you see how wrong. excited I was? I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, because you don't you believe Lelo. You no, don't believe Lelo. And Lelo is here. And you know, I respect him as a sports journalist, but I just don't believe yeah. this one. <laughs> this one, I don't be. I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling to deal with this loss. And what happened? No, when they won against Stellenbosch. They, oh. were, they, they, yeah, they, they were awarded three penalties. Oh, is that why they won 3-1? Because mm-hmm. I, I remember I was saying, I'm so happy they scored goal. Oh, my yeah. penalty. My penalty. So, but like, why is this a bad thing? It's not a I bad mean, thing. I mean, they won, no, right? Because also shooting at penalties is not easy. It's easy. You just shoot it towards the goalkeeper. Very easy. I mean, you could miss, is what well, I mean. You could miss, but it's still easy. <laughs> anyway, that was Mr. Tapio Diamond. He's a legal expert, and he was helping us, yeah, navigate our way through this Nah, this issue. woman just abandoned.
I mean, this she was. She but had in checked a, in out. A, but in a year, we got that three times. Three times. She goes to a nursing ward. No, no. There was there was one occasion where on yeah during an entire year she came home only three times. But she didn't enroll into a nursing school and didn't want the husband to know, to know where, where, she, it, it where was. the school was. I yes. don't think there was a nursing school uh, anywhere. Yes. <laughs> nursing school was some guy's and, house. And the time that <laughs> she was, yes. they were nursing here. They were nursing here. And the time that she was, oh, she came wow. home only three times. Name that year, she came home with a new baby. Mm-hmm. And then she was asked, "How will?" I got No, no one no. in their right but mind. But there were men who came to pick her yeah. up from her house, a matrimonial home. She didn't care about this guy at all, and then wants to divorce him and take half of his pensions. Oh, oh, girl, no. Try Zarenica. We've got you covered on 99.6 FM. Feel good music.